This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey everybody, welcome to your True Crime Paranormal Saturday pop-up. I'm Christy Brower and I am excited to be here today with today's pop-up topic. So if you're with me live, come say hey in the chat. If you're listening after the fact, welcome. If you're listening on the podcast, welcome. We appreciate you listening wherever you are. You know, the last few pop-ups I've done have been you know, some strange facts about serial killers because I find them rather fascinating and I know that many of you do as well. So this is another installment of serial killer, uh, I don't know, weird info. And that is the weird and mostly creepy jobs that many serial killers have held. So let's get started. Let's start with Ed Gein. Now, Ed Gein, you may remember, is the guy who, you know, inspired some of the most famous horror movies of all time. Psycho, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and The Silence of the Lambs. And the reason for that is because after he was arrested, and he was actually only arrested for killing his neighbor, Bernice Warden, Uh, And he did confess to one other murder of a woman in 1954. Um, Bernice Bernice Warden was in 1957. When they searched his house, they found masks, belts, lampshades, and corsets made out of human skin and body parts. There were a lot of other disturbing things in his house. He is believed to have raided cemeteries to um, decorate his home, and he had a very strong desire to create a human skin suit. Did you know that? Yikes. I hadn't heard anything about Ed Gein in a long time, and now reading this, I do remember. But here's something I did not know about Ed Gein. He was a babysitter. He was actually known as One of Plainview's most dependable babysitters was known to be great with kids and worked for several years as a babysitter. Let that sink in, my friends. I got to tell you, no wonder our mothers said to be careful of everyone, right? Yikes. So then we have Jeffrey Dahmer, who we all know, famous. We've talked about him lots of times here on the show for being a cannibal who ate body parts of the men that he murdered. And here's the gross thing about him. Now, I knew that he worked for in a chocolate factory, and that creeped me out. But did you know that he also worked as a sandwich maker? Oh, so while he was, you know, murdering and eating his victims, he was also making people's sandwiches. I think I'm off subs for a while, you guys. Maybe forever. I don't know. Yikes. 
So yucky. Okay. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me, Terry and Natalie. Here there, you see you there in the live stream. I appreciate you being here. So let's go on here to uh, Peter Sutcliffe. So Peter Sutcliffe was known as the Yorkshire Ripper. And he um, murdered seven, no, he murdered 13 women and attempted to murder seven others in England in 1975. He was kind of known as, you know, the kind of, he was there, he was Yorkshire's Jack the Ripper, kind of, is how they thought of him. Um, no one suspected him. Uh, people around him said he was the last person you would have ever expected. He was married to a school teacher and he was known to be fairly timid. Uh, he did eventually confess to all of his murders, though. But at the time that he was committing them, he was also working as a gravedigger. Yikes. Chad Daybell, anyone? Jeez. Okay, so then there's Dennis Rader. Dennis Rader, of course, was BTK. BTK stood for Bind, Torture, and Kill. Now, he terrorized Wichita, Kansas from 1974 to 1991. He killed 10 people. He loved sending all kinds of taunting letters and stuff to the police, which is ultimately what led to them capturing him in 2005. But here are some things you may or may not know about Dennis Rader. He was known as a family man. He was a Boy Scout leader. He was also the president of his church board for most of the years that he was committing those murders. He also worked for six security service company and installed alarm systems. I mean, you guys, we have to be so careful in this world because these guys can be and do anything and still be a serial killer, right? Holy crap. That's the one that gets me, really. Well, except maybe for this next one. Fred West. And we're going to be doing a deeper dive on Fred and Rose West here on the show here in the next few weeks. I've been trying to gird my loins to do it because these two just gross me out so bad. So Fred was was a serial killer um, in Gloucester in England between 1967 and 1987. And his wife, Rose West, assisted him. They maintained what is now known as the House of Horrors in Gloucester. They killed 12 women, including one of their own daughters. And they were finally caught in 1994. This was after decades of raping and torturing women. They were also believed to have uh, molested their own children. Obviously, they killed one of their daughters. And nine bodies were found buried on their property. Uh, Fred West, of course, in true coward fashion, hung himself in his jail cell, so he never faced any prison time. But here's the creepy thing about Fred West. You know what he did for a living? He was the ice cream man, you guys. He was the freaking ice cream man. And people in his community believe that he used his ice cream truck to lure children in. And at one point, there was a local gang that tried to chase him down because they believed that he was using his ice cream truck to get a hold of kids. How gross is that? We can't even trust the ice cream man? What the hell, you guys? Okay, this one just blows me away, too. I knew this but before I did this research, but it's so weird. So Ted Bundy, you know, everybody knows who Ted Bundy is, of course. He killed around 30 women across the United States during the 1970s, and he also raped and attacked several more. He was put to death uh, by the electric chair in 1989. 
we know that, you know, one of the things that Bundy did is he lured his victims in because he was good looking and charismatic. And he would generally use some kind of ruse, like he would pretend to be injured and need help before he got hold of them. Well, here's a super gross part of his life. He was studying psychology at the University of Washington in the 1970s. This is during his killing spree. At the time, he worked at Seattle's Suicide Hotline Crisis Center, helping callers in crisis. So he's killing people while also helping people to not kill themselves. What does that even mean? Like, what does that mean? I do not know. All I know is that is gross and scary. Then we have John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy raped, murdered, and tortured at least 33 boys and young men. But do you know what he was doing at the time? He was working as a clown at charity events for children, you guys. He also worked with the local Democratic Party in Chicago, and he would put on his clown makeup and perform magic tricks as Pogo the Clown at events. So after several bodies were found, 1980, in 1980, several bodies were found buried underneath his home. He was found guilty of 33 counts of murder. He spent his time on death row. This part, what the hell? He would paint these horrifying paintings of his alter ego, Pogo the Clown, and sell them to collectors. People freaking bought those paintings. They are out in the world right? Why would you put money into that? Why would you support? I just don't. I mean, do I want to see pictures of him? I totally do. I totally do. Do I think that he should have profited from his creepy scariness? No, I do not. So anyway, that's yucky. There you go. John Wayne Gacy. Last is Bruce MacArthur. So Bruce MacArthur was a serial killer that was functioning in Toronto between 2010 and 2017. He was killing gay men. He was known to well known to be a very friendly, kind man who worked as a landscaper and moonlighted as a mall Santa around the holidays. Dude, he looks like Santa. I should have brought up a picture of him and I didn't, but he actually has white hair and he's kind of got a red face and kind of a jolly red nose. I mean, totally could have been Santa. So he was sentenced to life in prison for those homicides. But I can totally see why he would have been a good mall Santa. So I'm sorry if I have creeped out your day, but it blows me away. Like, you know, we, we have a tendency to, there are certain positions that people are in, we have a tendency to trust, like babysitters and Mall Santas and the ice cream man. And I feel like this is a really important reminder that we have to be careful with everybody, right? We have to be careful with everybody. Terry says we need a cleanse at the end of this show, <laughs> right? Oh, but you know, it, it's, it's just a reminder that these kinds of murderers can be anyone, anywhere. I can't even tell you how many times I've read when researching somebody, no one in their life ever suspected them. Yeah. Creepy. I know. 
Well, that's what I have for you for today's true crime pop-up. I hope you are enjoying these. If you can find us in a place to comment, please come comment. Mostly over on YouTube, you can do that. We are True Crime Paranormal there. So today is Saturday, which means we have new shows dropping Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And then we have our case update coming on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Mountain. And the Psychic Hour at 7 p.m. Mountain on Thursdays. And then, of course, we do pop-ups at unannounced times on Friday and Saturday. So don't miss out. Just keep an eye on what we're doing. And, of course, like, subscribe, share, you know, do whatever you can to help us grow. Because we love what we do and we love you guys. So, as you know it, we are True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Thanks for being here. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.